0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Little Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and this is my beautiful assistant engineer, Gabriel. And that sample you just heard was Night of the Witch by Testament, who have gone on the show with me right now. I've got a new album called Titans of Creation, which released via nuclear blast records on April 3rd. Right now I'm being joined by Eric to share some stories about the music and share more info about what the boys have got going on. So Eric, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. How are you doing?
0: I am doing fabulous. Great to have you on. I imagine everything is as good as it can be in the Bay Area today.
1: Yeah, actually it's uh, warming up a little bit. It's supposed to be in the 80s today. So uh, yeah, it's just warming up. Sun's out and uh, no one else is out. <laughs> <laughs> No, some people are out and about.
0: Oh, yeah. Just very, walking around. Very cool. I'm glad to hear spring has hit the Bay Area. Now, let's go listen back to that track, Night of the Witch. Night of the Witch. get back from the track "Night of the Witch," which I have down as the first single off of the album. I've also noticed this could be one reason why, but I also think it's because it's just a killer, brutal track. But it's the most popular track on Spotify. Um, I'm curious, "Night of the Witch." Aside from it being a night of the witch, what is what is this track about? Who is the witch? <laughs> uh,
1: so the song the song was kind of based around the movie "The Witch." Um, the idea, you know, kind of, and just, you know, when the music was written, it just kind of had that wicked sound to it, I guess, you know what I mean? And we were thinking of different topics of what to talk about and the witch just sounded good, you know, that, that vibe. And, um, yeah, once the lyrics were written, um, it just fit in really well, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, there was a couple parts, there were actually, there, yeah, there's a couple parts, um, that didn't have vocals on it. And I, there was supposed to be vocals on it. And, um, my singer Chuck was like, I don't, I didn't, I don't hear anything on that part. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, there's, that's maybe the pre chorus, the chorus. And he was like, oh, well, show me what you're, what you're thinking. And so I went out there to the booth and sang it and just kind of, you know, mumbled, screamed, whatever. And uh the engineer and him both were talking, and then they were like, "Okay, you do it <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was that was kind of fun and then, uh, putting I did a theremin thing at the end, which is supposed to represent you know witches flying in the air, kind of like the end of the movie, so something like that that's a lot of fun, you know, it's just witches,
0: yeah, witches <laughs> and goblins and theremins and things now, I mean. The theremin is not exactly a, an instrument I would think to show up in thrash metal. How did that end up in there?
1: Are you like a long time player of the theremin? Well, I mean, I have one in my room in my, you know, my uh, little jam room and it was really weird. I was listening to it, the song when we we're tracking it, I, I tracked all my guitars at my house and um, I was just like, it was late at night and I'm just sitting there hanging out, drinking a beer listening to my tracks and, you know, kind of messing around with the fade at the end. And then I was just looking around going, God, it needs to be cool to, and I was just, my theremin was out. And I was just looking at it with, without thinking about it. And then I just, so I plugged it in and was messing around at the end and I actually recorded some stuff. And then I was, you know, cross fading it and doing whatever. And, um, the next day when I woke up to listen to it, I was just like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> You know, instead of a whammy bar guitar, you know, kind of doing bar dives and stuff like that, the the theremin is more of a continuous um, bellowing, I guess you want to call it.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I guess my next question is, this is kind of always a fun one to ask, but, you know, with a career spanning what Testaments does to have Night of the Witch become the track most popular, at least on Spotify anyway, what are your thoughts on that or how do you think that came to be?
1: really weird i mean well that probably because it's the first track so you know people were excited when they heard it and it was something new and and it's different you know it's it's got you know it's it's got this older school kind of thrash metal um riffing that's kind of wicked something we haven't done for a while um you know there's a different singer there's like that little part that i do which is different there's all these little elements, you know, um, Chuck sounds super wicked on it. Um, the thing for me is when I, when we did the song, I mean, definitely, I think all the songs are on the record, but I always thought it was going to be more of like a, you know, like a deep cut song, like a real, one of those songs that are really, really awesome, but we don't really play live. And when the label heard it, they they were just like, they're the ones who kind of were just like, this has got to be the first single, you know, we're like, whoa, whoa, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: we were thinking world, war, world war three or children of the next level. And, um, yeah, there was a couple other ones we were tripping on, but, um, yeah. So that was the first one and, uh, world war three was going to be second, but then we ended up, you know, different people. I think, uh, Jose, at Serious Radio heard it, the whole record, and he was just like, he loved Children of the Next Level. And it's the first song off the record, you know, which we picked because of all the different riffing and just the way it sounds. It's kind of got everything in it. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Now, for you out there who love the track Night of the Witch and would like to check out the lyric video can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. Now, thinking, speaking of the track Children of the Next Level, let's go ahead and listen to it. Children of the Next Level.
2: Children of the Next Level. we
0: Come back from the track Children of the Next Level, which opens up the album. It was definitely one of the key tracks that you had mentioned. I'm curious, looking at the artwork, are these the Children of the Next Level playing with a fire helix of some kind?
1: Um, So you're talking about the artwork of the album cover or the the video, the cartoon?
0: Um, The album cover.
1: So the album cover is more... You know, I don't... I think the album cover is just an album cover. And it's, it's representing kind of, it's more of a, what do you want to call it? Um, I don't really pinpointed like to, you know, for, for, all the songs, it's more of the Titans creating life and then which brings forth the life of this new record. So it's more of a, it's a bigger, a bigger, um, a bigger thing than just, you know, like, you know, like the album cover. Oh, I get it these songs you know it's more vague i guess i'm trying to find the word i just woke up (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh (laughs) but um yeah i mean the songs about the cult you know the the heaven's gate um if anybody wants to see the video it's pretty even as a cartoon you kind of get it which was a lot of fun. We've never had a video like that, so that was uh, that was something totally different for us.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess. T-
1: but the song has got its- mm, go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: I was going to ask if you could take us through the development of the video, then, since it's it's so unique. Um, but what were you going
1: to say? Well, the, the the artist, um, when Chuck, you know, brought up the idea of of using the Sky members, seeing some stuff my first glance of it when they said animation, I was thinking more of like Japanese animation where it's more real. And when I seen it, I was thinking like, this is more like Scooby-Doo or something, you know, like, <laughs> but once I seen, you know, <clears throat> once I seen, you know, the, cause he, he sent it to us in drafts, you know, just like the first part, you know, like the first minute, you know, then another minute on, um, I was super, the first one, I was just like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> you know, he really hit it right you know, right on the money on
0: that one. Yeah. Kind of um, like Scooby-Doo and metal made a baby. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Groovy. Now, if you would dug the track children on the next level and you want to go ahead and check out that cartoon video where the characters from Heaven's Gate are rocking out with their tushies. Uh, you can do so by going to today's show notes at <laughs> www.therockmiddlepodcast.ca. Uh injury that's one of the things that stood out to me was how much they're dancing in time with the song and just you know exaggerated dancing, but it's just yeah.
1: Yeah. He did he did a really good job. It's you know, it it gets goofy but it's still how it still gives you the the creepy the feeling of, you know, the cult. So Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I love the dancing though. All the dancing just cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Beautiful. Now, for you who dug the tracks Night of the Witch and Children of the Next Level, we'll be super excited to know that via Nuclear Blast Records on April 3rd came a full album called Titans of Creation. Now, I guess my big honking question, Eric, is what should we expect when we pick up the album?
1: Well, I mean, you just heard two songs, so, you know, they're both totally different. Um, They just, they're all very diverse. They all got their own uh, personality, all the songs. And, but they're all heavy like that. And they're all got, you know, full of riffage and awesome solos and, uh, I think, you know, clever lyrics. Um, it's just a good sounding record, you know. And, uh, I think, you know, Andy Sneap, uh, the guy who, met, uh, sorry, mixed it, he's, he's done all our records since The Gathering. But this one, since Andy's joined Judas Priest, he hasn't really mixed a record for a while. So when he came back to do this, I think he was a little bit hungry. Maybe this one just has a little bit more of a—I don't know. it's just got that sound to it. You know what I mean? It's just a uh, lot, really heavy.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, with things being, I imagine fairly quiet for some time. It, usually, this is a good time to chat about all the summer festivals and whatnot. But I guess my, yeah. I guess my big question, Eric, is—is is there any news that you want to bring up that maybe I didn't ask about? Any anything?
1: Uh, well, we just uh, revamped our website, testamentlegions.com, and we're going to be putting it up um, in the next week. And we have some new merchandise that we're going to be selling. Um, a lot of people have been asking if they could get the T-shirt for the album cover. And we have some new designs that we're going to be um, offering. So keep your ears open for that, testamentlegions.com. Um a new website with a new merch store and we're excited to uh, put that stuff up. We haven't had, you know, it's usually people buy our shirts at, at the shows and there's, there's some um, stuff out there with us for retail, but um, yeah, I mean, these, these times that are going on, it's just a little, little something extra to keep the band going. Yeah,
0: Beautiful. All right. Well, that concludes all of my questions. So, Eric, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast.
1: Cheers. Thank you for having me.
0: Should I say goodbye, goodbye? Thank you so much for listening to the Rock Metal Podcast. I've been your host, John Harris. Please head over to our website at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. There you can sign up for our newsletter and find out more information about today's show.